Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Smooth vibes. Uh, come in, come in, come in. Yeah, just sound yeah, bites sound radio. Bites radio. We in here live and direct. Once again, from two to four PM on WVMR, WVMRadio.net, and Soundbites International live feed. Hello, all y'all. We say all out there in, in, in social networking land. Uh, this is Soundbites Radio, where Black twenty eighteen two times. Aim. That's right. Black consciousness is the aim. One world is, is, is black consciousness. Is the claim. One world is the aim. aim. One way I'll get that or another. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2018. It is January what 20th? Yes. 2018, and this is Neferatu Ra. That's Hester. the queen to my left. Ka Nefera, and the that's king me to, to my the, right. To the front. <laughs> <laughs> we got family in the building today. Um, yes. Shouts out to Sister Safi. She's in the building. And our beautiful niece, niece Zoe. Zoe. Zoe Blue. Say hi, Zoe. She waved yeah, to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Safi's trying to avoid the camera, but it's all good. It ain't going to happen. She's still in here. She's still going to get in there. So, yeah, y'all give a shout out to Safi, y'all. She always with us, standing with us. So In support. Um, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So it, it, is, it is a new day. The dawn is a new day. For me, you feeling yes. good? Yes, um, I'm feeling good. Yeah. yeah, a lot of things going on. <laughs> a lot of things going on today. Um, we're gonna get into some topics. You know what I mean? Just what we do. It's what we uh, do. Tag yeah. a friend. Tag a friend. Share the video. I on see, your Sam. Page. How you doing out there? Peace yes, and blessings. Yes, Tag yes, a friend. Join the conversation. It's yes. an interactive experience. It is our extended family in the world and space where we get to be the impact of a world that is. Spiritually connected, inclusive, living in love, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Boom. There's only one time in life, and now. the time is now. There is only now. Yes, yes. So what's going on, Nefra? We, <laughs> we got a lot going today, on. Today, today we got a lot going the, on. We're going to get into it because today is the, the women's, uh, the women's, women's march. march. Yes. It's today. The march is today. There's also an additional event um, taking place in, in um, Vegas tomorrow. Yes. Uh, you know, a few of the uh, representatives from Black Lives Matter, John uh, John Lewis, um, a few will be speaking out tomorrow in Las Vegas as well for a main event for the Women's March. Um, but yeah, like really looking at the Women's March movement, um, you had uh, Linda Sarzor, Tamika Mallory, and, and, yeah. and other uh, uh, prominent women in the movement that were, you know, kicked things off last year. Uh, the inauguration of uh, the Orange One, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, really speaking to the importance um, now more, ne- more than ever in 2018, 2017, there's been a lot going on um, in the face of uh, women's uh, rights, um, the discrimination against, the um, the pressure against women's rights, and, and it's still a patriarchal society. Um, you know, had a lot of uprooting in Hollywood as of the past year, uh, a lot of uprooting in government as of the past year, um, centered around sexual harassment and, and the um, Me Too and, campaign, and the Me Too campaign, and, mm-hmm. and, and women's rights, women's rights to their bodies being affected um, in these in these landscapes, and still let it basically yeah. letting the world know that 
you know, like the civil rights movement, like all these movements that are taking place where people are fighting for their rights, we're still not done. And there's still a lot of work still to be a lot done. Of work and there's to still be a done. lot of dismantling to be done in a realm mm-hmm. of, you know, um, as I said, patriarchy, misogyny, um, you know, discrimination mm-hmm. against, um, and even breaking down the barriers within the women's rights movement. How does that look for women of color in the women's rights movement? Um, I know there was a lot of, you know, pushback around the inaugural, so to speak, last year. Uh, given the focal point of who's. Whose concerns are in, in touch with the women's rights movement, you know, as far as when it was kicked off last mm-hmm. year? Uh, a lot of feedback around cis white women were focal point. Blessings, blessings. Uh, cis white women were the focal point, it seems, as far as their concerns. Um, but how do we get to look at the full landscape of women of color, um, you know, trans women, LGBT, you know, all these different platforms around um, people that are still suffering from discrimination, um, even within what should be overarching conversation well, about like women's and rights and human rights. It's a it's a different experience um, as a woman of color as a woman of color, um, and there there are so many different conversations around what are what are women's rights, what are equal rights, what does that look like in the many places that it stands in terms of um, equal pay. Yeah. Uh, for work. Women are paid, uh, on average, 27% less than male, a white male counterpart. Mm-hmm. Um, and women of color are paid, on average, 33% less than white males for yeah. the same same job. And oftentimes, um, we often do more work because more as a woman is expected of you to perform those duties than of a man. Um, and then there's also uh, pro-choice um, rights to choose what um, you know your body and your health and your, your own body, your uh, reproductive choice. health and reproductive um, rights around that um, and then there's the the me too campaign you know all of these things you know so I have a premise you know don't get caught up in the mechanism method or, or technique because there's a, an outcome and the outcome is the result so if it's not creating a world that's inclusive spiritually connected living um spiritually connected living in love joy harmony and abundance now then to what end so there are so many different mechanisms in our space and and that kind of how are women of color inside of that conversation oftentimes our particular needs are overlooked inside of this bigger landscape um there's oftentimes, um, and I also posed a question today into the space, is perception fact or is it opinion? Um, your perception of what you believe is occurring may or may not be true, but it may be your perception based on your um, your ability to to connect concepts. And informs your perspective. And, and, and it informs your, right, exactly. Um, so, and then, the, you know, we can present here on Soundbites, we can present the, uh, the views, the different, perceptions that are out there in the space um and and a quite a large portion of it was you know the women's suffrage movement the women movement they they galvanized women of color in order to increase their numbers but it wasn't necessarily to address concerns of women of color um and then it round robins because if you're addressing women period so you know the initial women's movement was generally you know white women standing for rights um, opposing their white counterpart, their white male partners, um, and and standing for land ownership. Uh, there was a time when the, the uh, women of uh, women who have had a white cultural experience, 
couldn't own land. They couldn't, um, uh, they didn't have any legal standing. There had to be a man, a white male, land-owning male who had to stand. And white women were, were largely abused because of this. Um, they were used, you know, as a second-class citizen, low-rate second-class citizen, and oftentimes they didn't have the authority to make decisions around their own well-being. So what ended up happening was they created this movement in an effort to allow themselves to galvanize and come together to create a landscape that would allow them to have access to having authority over themselves, right? And then to, in order to increase their numbers, they ended up including women of color. However, women of color weren't initially a part of the result, method, technique, and, and mechanism, right? So initial mechanism, technique, and method wasn't necessarily to support the outcomes are particularly women of color, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you want to put it real flat, real, real, because that's how we do it here at Sound Bites, is a white woman against a white man. What does a black woman have to do with that conversation? Because there are several things that are happening in the space, right? right. There are several things that are in motion in the space. So you want to be really careful about your perception of what you're actually seeing. Okay? Now, if... Women's rights and equality is the conversation, which is inclusion, right? Equal pay would be a thing for both women of color and women who have had a white cultural experience, right? right? Um, and, you know, uh, pro-life, pro-choice, um, uh, you know, this right to your own body and right for protection and right for equal pay. I see you, Althea Larry. Thank you so much. I see you, Shari. Thank you so much for coming bless, in. Bless, bless, bless. So we wanna we wanna consider where are you coming at in this conversation for women's rights, right? Um, and you wanna be really informed as to what you're consenting to, um, because women have always needed uh, uh, in the in the strata that was created because the the land was created by the forefathers of this land. And it was always based on a white male um, authority structure. It was always, the, the foundation was that, the result was that. So whatever the method, mechanism, technique was, which was suppressing white women, suppressing people of color, suppressing women of color, it was always about authority under the white male power structure, period. So that was the outcome. So every mechanism, technique, and method that you see in this space is not for you to get involved in and get enrolled in that space because that was definitely what the outcome was intended to be. So as we moving forward, now women of color are coming into this space, and they're also, if a white woman is against a white male, black women should not be against black males. See, because once we got enrolled into that space, what ended up happening was black women started to become, under the quote-unquote title of feminism, started to function in a, in a mechanism that was against the black family structure. Right. Because now you've taken on this role against, you know, all males, the white male structure. Remember, because it was a white woman against the black, the white male. So now black women joined this movement, and then they started to involve themselves in the theory against the white woman, against her white male part. Black women started to to enroll themselves into that right reality and started to diminish the black man. See, but the all, the, the future of... The black family has always been about a black woman and a black male. There's always been that fundamental unity and working together that raised up the family, right? And, and you're talking about history. When you look back across the historical landscape, I see you out there, Delis. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming in. Yes, um, and please join the conversation. Please add your comments. 
Yeah. Um, because we want to have a real interactive experience around Absolutely, yes. what's in the space. Joining the conversation, y'all here on us on the live feed. Joining the conversation. Also, like, like Sound Bites International on Facebook. Follow us. Share the video feed. Um, share the conversation. We're here for y'all. So. Yeah. And we're here to offer, you know, again, I'm saying Sound Bites is offering a perspective. Is it a yeah. fact or an opinion? Right. And we're also offering, we're bringing into the space what's in the space. Yeah. Because these are a variety of conversations that are actually in the space already. Right. Um, and these are the things that people are out here that we're talking about. We're talking about, so exactly what did the women's movement do for black women? Because black women are still the most disrespected, the most underrepresented person across the, the national landscape. Right. Black women, black women who have had a black cultural experience. Yet the most highly affluent and proficient in having a lot of these processes take place Facts. as they actually should. Um, what is it? There was a the thing was like you know black women were just like fuck it, I'll do it. Fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> like fuck it, if I say I can do it, doing? hook up the truck. Shut the fuck up, hook up the truck. I got this. <laughs> right. We're gonna do this. We're gonna you have it. I mean? Hey, 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 y'all come over here. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. Another, regardless of what the physical labor or work that may take place, is still the grit under their fingernails as far as the process and the production of this society. Right. Um, and that's something that cannot be denied. Maybe people try to shun, but it's something that cannot be denied. Um, it's almost like a thankless job. Indeed Not almost. Is. It, it is. indeed is a thankless job. <laughs> um, and then what ends up job. happening is you end up coming out there and you jump out there and get it all done and you set the landscape for everyone else to then duplicate your mechanism. Right. That was efficient and yet you're the last one to get credit. Mm. Or guess what? Not even get any credit. It is not even in your duty to get credit. I even talked to um, a couple. I've supported a couple of in my other uh, life. Supported a couple of individuals in, in certain corporate positions, you know, when you how and, and which to approach certain conversations. And the fact of the matter is, as a woman of color, the consciousness around the space is the moment you open your mouth to speak about any concern. Let's just put it real passive and real light. Let's just make it real finesse. If you speak about concern about some policy that is in place that may not necessarily be most efficient or may not necessarily be guess what it may be a violation of human rights the moment you open your mouth to speak of the concern you are automatically stamped the angry black woman right no aggression there's no aggression that's present right there's no hostility that's present there's no strong language that is present but the moment you address it the psychosis because what's also in the space the higher you get the whiter you get so the moment you take your concern to the round table, you are automatically stamped as the troublemaker. Right. And let me tell you what. These things are all pieces of a huge circumstance. Right? Um, <laughs> I see you out there, Way. I appreciate you, beloved. Yeah. We got to speak the knowledge, my dear. We definitely got to speak the knowledge because we definitely want to be informed as to where we where we where we send our energy yeah because energy is very important where are you sending your focus and your vibration and your energy what are you giving life and food to yeah, what are you subscribing to as a result what what structures 
are you subscribing and latching on to the Absolutely. life you process through this life and who who you should process through the life with. Absolutely. Right? And that's what we talk about when you, with the, the family structure and things of that nature. Right. And just like operating in a human a human landscape, period. We talk about this a lot because at, at the end of the day, that's the goal of Soundbites Radio. Absolutely. Is the conversation around what does the human structure look like as far as everyone in the space of, of equity, equality, all these different things. That means, Absolutely. you know, man to woman. You know, white man to black man, everything in between, white woman to black woman to everything in between. Right. You know, and like all these different layers of our humanity that get to be addressed in full detail. You know what I mean? So it's important that and we want to have these conversations absolutely. candidly, um, in depth and ongoing yes. until there's a solution. Until you we know? come up with some with, with some real some with some and, and let me tell you some like what does it look like to move forward from that? So this is not a conversation anymore. Well, the thing about it is there is definitely a broad landscape to address. Yeah. And having a, a strong foundation in facts and information is definitely going to be helpful to you. Yeah. And then also understanding that, listen, thoughts become actions. Mm-hmm. Thoughts become actions. Thoughts create results through speak. So when you, when you hold a position, you want to be careful and really investigate where you're sticking your fork. What it's you, important. What, what are you subscribing to? And I remember I keep I keep telling you I keep te- I keep putting it to our audience and I'm putting it to people in a in a, in, a, in a space, right? Yes, everything energy. indeed is energy, energy. and, and yep, yep. everything is energy way. And I'm here to tell you that the reality of how you are thinking and what is creating how you are thinking, I pose it to you often because I really want you to examine how you accumulated your thought processes. What has um, programmed you? I, I talked about the Bacchanoscified. Based on our society, there are methods, mechanisms, and techniques that are used to create this result. This result is not conducive to an inclusive, spiritually connected society living in love, harmony, joy, and abundance now. It is not conducive. The way that we've been Bacchanoscified as a society of people is not in support of creating an inclusive, spiritually connected society. Therefore, I've spoken to people who have had a white cultural experience and they have to say to me that they are a reformed white supremacist. I have to speak to people who have had a white cultural, a black cultural experience and they have to tell me that they are a reformed white supremacist. Why do they have to say this? Because you've come up in a society that has created these behaviors through being bacchanoscified, that has created these thinking processes that then create actions in a real world space that has you creating thought and premise around a reality that is a thought technical method that does not create the goal that you want to create, which is an inclusive society of equity for all people. You're not going to be able to create that out of the thinking that you currently have. So it's important that you go through your mind and you really catalog those thinkings and you really go back through each one. And it is some work and it is sometimes very uncomfortable. And particularly for people who have had a white cultural experience. As far as they're concerned, life is good for them. Mm -hmm. They are doing well. So why, why even get into it? And, and, that, and that's an important piece to understand. Being clear, like what you said, was the, the idea of the white supremacist mind state is not just white people. 
Right, and that's really the subscription of right. black people or people of color that subscribe to that. Right, given that it's been the majority mindset right. that's been instilled, not even in just America, like the the Americas. It's a world. It's a global thing. global. When you want to look thing. at things like right. just to go off on it, you want to look at things like you know in Korea, the idea of like the lighter skin is still like something that's put, you know perpetuated. Right, you know things when you got like in in, in Africa or Jamaica, all these places where bleaching is happening. All right, these things are like subscriptions, whether you know consciously or subconsciously to a white supremacist, um, white patriarchal uh, uh, mindset that has been conditioned around us. Um, so we got out here right now, Way is offering that this is a society that Europeans promote. Exactly. exactly. So on, initially, this was, so, so right, so as a people, we have come forward and we've said that we don't want a society that this is present, this is, you know, um, ostracizing these people, blacklisting those people, putting those. See, this is as a collective of people. There's so many of us who said this is what we want, but initially, right, the society was created to promote European presence and their power. Got it. So now Natasha offers, what do we do to create a society that is spiritually connected and abundant, an abundant society? What do we do? We do. Like, what do we do? Is, we do. Is, we first of all, we need to we need to do an inventory. Like, right. like I was check, talking about, in, yeah. we need to check in. Wait, what do we subscribe to as a society? What thought processes do we actually su subscribe to? And what are we willing to be conscious of? Because a lot of the things that we've been programmed, if we really look at them, some of them make us very uncomfortable. I think the greatest issue with the issue is addressing that the issue exists. A lot of people don't not like tend to they not want to be with it, be with the conversation around it. Our and culture. Like, the willingness to be in that conversation is a great starting point. Consistently and with in a collective mind state. Absolutely. Hi, That's hi, a start. Hi, William. I see you, babe. How are you doing? Um, so, Wade says our culture, traditions, and beliefs are different. Understanding who, what, and where we come from will project our future as a community, a society, and, and, and in, harmo and in harmony. Absolutely. 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 And that's the biggest thing with us is like understanding where we come from, what that looks like. You know what but, I mean? We all say, you know, Africa and things of that nature, but like what part of the Caribbean or what have you. But really is understanding where we come from culturally, spiritually, um, and, and, and then having the conversation from there with self. Self-identification, yes. Kujijakalia, and really understanding who we are on an individual and then, the, and then the community and then the world landscape, what that looks like. We definitely get to be with our work as individuals, yeah. but then we also get to understand that method, technique, and, and, and mechanism are present in our society. So after we get out of our feelings and after we get out of our right. own heads and after we take on the power of unity, community, and harmony, now we get to go put in method, technique, and mechanism to create that in a larger mm -hmm. landscape. Because, you know, those are action steps. Doing those things, doing that self-work, those are all action steps. Those are all things that allow us to be um, connected to what we are creating as individuals. But then we now need to go in and put in system. Mm -hmm. Because systemic oppression is something completely different from one-on-one -on -one oppression. Yeah. I tell you guys, I had one slight brush with a racial experience, person to person, man on man combat. But I haven't actually had that experience. There's been other people who've been called all out of their names and different things, right? Um, but I haven't had that experience. But let me tell you, I read the the Red Diary by Ida B. Wells, right? Soul of Black Folk. I'm clear about you know Emmett Till. Those things move my spirit. And then when I see Emmett Till be in 1955, and then I see Mike Brown be in 2012 2013 mm -hmm. right uh yeah about 2000 right yeah. round about yeah. there and then i see uh Philando castile tamir rice 
This doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work because that means that there's still some underlying. So there are people who believe that they're saying that they want to have an inclusive society. But in practice, mm. the part where they believe that if we create an equal landscape, that somehow people start to lose things. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Unless we're looking at a society that is abundant. Right. Um, so we get to really be with, you know, and we've, sp- we, we've spun off from, you know, the women's movement because all of these things are such a broad landscape. They're part of the web. A, and it is a it's web such a wide web. These pieces to our, to our humanity. You know what I mean? Like the women, women's movement is, is, is a piece of a bigger conversation around how we get past these, these issues as people. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's going to, I gonna see you out there, Denise. Yeah. One love, my sister. Bless, bless, bless. Yeah. Like, you know. And it really is being honest with the conversation to go back to the women's movement around, you know, you have this thing where, like, you know, it was made clear, you know, white women were, like, a majority of, like, percentages that even voted for Trump. Um, Okay. And then, then, like, let's be clear about that. And then also um, the initial women's march being mostly about issues that white women were facing. Right. Um, And it really is important if we're ever going to get to a place of discussing white women, black women, you know, Asian women, or like pe- women of color, all in But everybody spaces. has a concern, and that's okay. Yeah, I beg your pardon. Yeah. I'm to cut your course, but everybody has a concern, and it's okay. Yeah. Everyone has something to address, which is fine, because that's the whole dynamic of living in a, a, a society where everyone has their own differences. But just as many differences as we have, we also have a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we could work from our similarities, then we can move into a space where we create a landscape, technique, mechanism and method that is supportive of everyone. Right. Right. So we get so caught up in our, you know, feelings. We've got to get out of our feelings. I told you, yeah. feelings is a trickery. Get out of your feelings and understand what are you creating? What is the outcome? What is the result you want to create? And then work backwards from there. Right, because and then that that makes it very easy. If what you're doing does not support that outcome, then now you know what needs to be done. Now and then being authentic around what are you willing to do? Because so many of us want to create harmony and abundance and love and joy and all of this here and inclusion, but they are not willing to do the work that it's gonna take to create that. Yeah. Because they feel like they're gonna lose out on something. Otherwise it's just flowery language that just sounds and nice it's cute. coming out of your face. But what does that look like coming out of your actions in a consistent action? It's right. an everyday things, everyday being. And that means even if you fall you falter, you check in really quick. Right. And understand like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. I know I said I was gonna be loving or whatever. I'm gonna be like this is an inclusive conversation. So let me back up. What what can I do to move forward and get back on track? These things. Like and being important, being intentional around self check-in, self care, and also looking outside of self and how you can support the rest of your people, and having quote unquote your people be more like ultimately be more than your community. But we have to start where we are, you know, as as you know, people of color, as black people, and really get into the meat of of what ails us. But if abundance is present, then no one loses. Absolutely, um, but see, but yeah. see, so so this is the whole thing, right? Abundance is present, right? There is an abundance of everything. There's some realities. I see you, my sister Monique. It's an understanding. Peace and I see you, Tahira. It's an understanding but, that the abundance is present. You know, no, abundance is present. However, there is such a, a couple of things, methods, techniques, and mechanisms that don't work. Gluttony. Mm. We are extremely <laughs> gluttonous in our abundance society. Abundance in that way. 
We are we are abundant, but there's a such thing as gluttony, yeah. right? Like we, some of us just overdo it mm-hmm. and over excess, and 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 these things are also rooted into our superiority complex and our mm-hmm. our need to be better than someone else. Right. That, that, so that, yeah. so so in order to show everybody in the world that that we're better, that America is better, we're gonna throw away a whole bunch of garbage, mm. uh, garbage that's actually food that someone can use, right? right? School lunches, they throw away so much food at school lunches, Ugh. it is ridiculous. Mm. Right? We have we mass produce so much stuff because we intend to throw away a large majority of it. Yeah, abundance is sharing that's, that that's, out. That's that's just ridiculous. It's not letting it turn the compost. I live a minimalist lifestyle. <laughs> a minimalist minimalist lifestyle means you use what you need. You reduce your carbon footprint. You use what you need. You don't take no more, no less. Right, and that doesn't mean that I don't believe in abundance, because abundance in a lot of things. I have abundance in love, joy, support, health. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's a thing. So there is plenty for everybody to have plenty. Right. This reality of scarcity only works if people dog dog who have in. so much yeah. don't want to give up nothing, because they feel like if they give up something, then what is their identity? Because so many of us have our identities hinged in so many things that are inanimate objects, things. Abundance is evolution in, in that. Give it like in the idea of like, in, in contrast to giving up something. It's like whatever whatever you give, give, give allows a space for you to free up. So and you receive. can be something new and receive, but be, be something new, something different than you were after, you know, beforehand. You give you give in one space. Now you, you've created a space for you to be someone to else receive. in a greater space and receive and like receive something new for yourself you know what i mean it's incredible the reality of when you think about when you think about really it but we don't that's the thing that ails us we don't think about these things now every day you should share how being a minimalist how being a minimalist would create an abundant world every day you should share um i should share well i mean what do you mean by share what i do how i live you know, like um, a daily post, like my a daily, journal. my daily. I don't, <laughs> like you know, I could journal. share some of the things that I do um, in terms of living minimalist. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So, oh, sound bites blog coming soon. Yes, indeed, it's coming soon. How Absolutely. to be a minimalist? Yeah, um, <laughs> how to be a minimalist? And then you know, because people have the reality of being a minimalist down to being poor. Or being us uh, in scarcity, right? Or, or being or not having, or you know. No, I, we don't have five TVs in our house, just for instance. We have one television, and it's in the living room. Why? Because I was raised culturally where your television should be in your family space. The family space is the space where you go to congregate, where you go to communicate, where you go to share, where you go to support. When you go to bed, you should be shutting down your mind and decompressing so that you can have a fruitful and restorative rest. Right. And this is how I was raised. That doesn't say that we can't purchase TVs for every room in the house. But why? Mm. How can someone change to become one so that life is abundant? Um, well, it's you know, you know, what we say about changing change. We don't change. We choose. Um, I've chosen the method, mechanism and technique that works for my outcome. So if everything, that's my checks and balance. If what I'm doing, method, mechanism and technique doesn't create my outcome, then I don't do it. It's really that simple. And see, that's the Libra in me. That's the analyzer in me. And that is, you know, it is what it is. Black and white. People can say life is not that black and white. Actually, it is. 
But see, if you want to struggle against it, then that's because you're not willing to make what's necessary to create the outcome that you want. Right. It's really that simple. Then, there is no in between. Right, and then if, that's then to, that's like not to cut you off. That's like committing. That's like committing to the muck and like you said, the muck in between. Right. Like stuff is happening. Life is happening. You commit to one thing. Like oh, I'm gonna do X, and then you know then life starts to happen, and you kind of let it happen because oh that's a part of life. So I get to yeah. do Y now, and then I get to commit to X tomorrow. Exactly. Like, no, like be clear with what your X is. If X don't happen, what what didn't work? And all right, time to get back to X again. But like. Right. When you commit to or get used to the idea around why it's going to happen, then, yeah, you're going to constantly have a space for muck Hi, to fill up, time your, see. fill up your life, right? Rather than be, like, clear-cut, like, I want this to happen, this happened, period. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And we can all constant, commit. Constant choice, constant choosing, constant That's choosing right. something different. Choosing, right. Right. Um, and also putting in systems. I believe systems, in putting yeah. in systems, certain things to put into autoplay. So I have a lot of systems in my life where I don't have to, like, think about certain things. It's just a given. Mm. Um, I haven't man. had – television is not a part of our lifestyle. We have times in our life where we go into television. We don't um, overuse electricity. We don't overuse – you know – it, you know, it's just a whole, it's a, quite a few different things that we do. Um, I rotate out my my, my closets. I don't hoard. Um, we do um, donations to the Goodwills. We have a bunch of different charities that we donate to. We don't keep. And I personally have a wardrobe that is, what do you call it, a flexible wardrobe. Um, I have my entire world. I don't have, you know, I don't need to go get a, all these different types of outfits for all these different types of life experiences. Mm. Most of the clothes that I wear, I can wear all the time. And if I put on a scarf or a jewelry or, or wrap my hair up tight or high or what have you, I can convert an outfit real quick to an evening outfit. Mm -hmm. You know, I can take it from work to evening. I can go to a speaking engagement. I can go to a poetry reading. I can do a panel. I can go, except I have my workout clothes, my gym, my sweatpants. Right? But my sweatpants also dub as my tights that I wear underneath my dresses in the wintertime, right? So I don't have, and it's, to me it's not necessary, right? Because it's excessive, right? In terms of what is fundamentally necessary. Um, I used to have, recently, I threw away about 100, maybe 125 pairs of shoes. I had a huge trunk of shoes in my living room um, that I was using as my coffee table. I had a huge two bags of shoes in the closet. I had two Rubbermaid containers on my terrace full of shoes. For real. And I went through them shoes and I said, you know, I haven't worn some of these shoes in three or four years. I'm giving them away. That was it. Like, and that's, to me, that was my recklessness. Because I, I said, you know, I spend economically when it comes to my clothes, but I would spend a coin for my shoes. And that's the foolishness that I was telling myself for years. Because if I'm not going to spend a lot of money on my clothes, I'm going to definitely be spending some quality on my feet. Okay. Because mama don't play that. I can't be having back and I, back, my back and my neck. <laughs> so that was the story that my I was telling myself. Hurt to, because of my shoes. Exactly. To, to support, you know, <laughs> being able to spend $600 on a pair of boots. You know, really... That doesn't work. Like, it's not necessary. Yeah, you get to release in some way. Yeah, I Let definitely was able to way. release, and I was definitely able yeah. to release that, and it, it really supported me. Um, because, again, we'll buy what we want to buy. Mm. We'll put our coin we want to put our coin. Um, so gluttony is something that doesn't work in a society. 
Um, thank you. Appreciate you. Bless, bless, <laughs> bless, bless, Steve. bless. Got you. Appreciate you. Appreciate thank you. you so much. Um, join the conversation. Yeah, share, share with the friend. Share with the people. We join us on YouTube. Soundbites with Paula on YouTube. Yeah, yeah Soundbites Radio. Uh, was it two to four p.m. Yes, every Saturday, Saturday. live and direct. Um, well, we can get into some some topics that really support us as a human landscape yeah. and support us inside of creating a society that is inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, joy, harmony, and abundance today, right now, right, today, in this right moment, now, right, right now, now, in this moment, three, at three o'clock. From here, you know what I mean, every day, <laughs> and it's a conversation, really is. Like, yeah. like we appreciate everyone. Thank you for checking in on the um on the live feed chat. Catching the touch, appreciate um, you. Thank you so much jumping in. Yes, yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, share your topics. Anything you ever want us to talk about on a future show on the show at the moment we roll in yep what's up so you can talk about you know your no meats you know going you know we're gonna talk about no meats and stuff today <laughs> okay we're gonna talk about no meats yes yeah, so so we're gonna share in this thank you beloved we're gonna we're gonna, so. we're gonna we're gonna in, in, intercept for a moment to talk about, talk some about health, our yeah health some health life so, health we did, so we started releasing meat from our diet we released meat okay feed the neighborhood start. Natasha we love you Appreciate you. Thank yes. you, beloved. Ashe. Yes. Um, speaking of feeding, right? So, you know, we started we started a new diet for 2018, um, releasing meat. Uh, it's just been 12 days now, 13 days, so to speak. Now we've had no meat in our diet. Oh, now this is the longest I've ever gone. I've, gone, <laughs> I've done it before. However, I wasn't doing it properly because I was replacing um, meats with more carbs, which isn't good either. That don't work. More potatoes, more rice, which is also more sugar. Right. So this time I'm doing it authentically the right way. Yeah. And I've released um, quite a bit of weight just in a couple of days. Okay. Um, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's, you know, switching over to plant-based thinking, plant-based, you know, foods, and being really responsible around eating it. Um, yeah. Not, you know, being like, oh, the three meals a day. Because, like, you know, it, and it really is about your metabolism what works for your body best. But right. what I've found in this so far um, is choosing into the adaptability around eating a few hours every day, yeah. um, committing to and more water, water. Yep, committing water. to more water, um, at least a gallon a day. We try, we, we try to you know fit that in throughout the day, um, and, and a lot of like these these intermittent meals of of uh, whether it's a kale carrots, salad, kale. carrots, you yeah. know, tomatoes, um, you know, switching in some spinach, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe mix it with some brown Mushroom, rice. Mushroom, be doing so, some know, right, black Brussels beans, sprouts, Brussels sprouts, roasting, all these different things. And roasting sweet potatoes. Roasting sweet potatoes, which is yummy. You know what I mean? Like, really, and, and filling up the space to where, you know, it, it's it's a process in how you train your body right. to be at its higher self. And it helps you. It, it really, what I've found is supported not only my consciousness and getting, you know, more clear every day in my head, um, but also my energy is up. Yes. Right? That's been the biggest Getting that thing. green salad, that green kale every day. Like, I can't even remember. everything for your energy and your focus. I can't even remember the last time my energy has even felt like the way it has. Um, really, you know... Getting past the first couple of days, first couple of days, uh, four days, to, four days, three to four days, days. Is a little hectic. But once you get past it, right, it's like and it can make it a consistent practice is easy. And it's like, holy crap, how was I eating meat before? And I gotta say, that's not yeah. to downplay meat, right? I'm not gonna be some super. I'm vegan not downplaying nobody, but this food is, what's is working food. for me. We love food, but really, I've appreciated. That's not true. What? So technique, method, okay, method, well, and mechanism. All right. Well, so well. the food quality that we're having, quality. the meats that we're having, <laughs> isn't really supporting right, good health. Exactly. Right. It's producing too much pus in our system. Right. Ooh. Um. It's yes. It's producing too much bacteria in our system. It's 
too it's too highly filled with hormones these days yeah. and no one wants Processed to talk about where all these cancers are coming from they're right. coming from somewhere there wasn't as much cancers 25 years ago yeah, cancers carcinogens but today all these things in the we chickens. know i did i knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who had passed away from cancer I didn't type it, the, the, it wasn't that close to me personally. Now, I can't even name on two hands how many people that I know in my close proximity that has had about or has passed away from cancer. So it is a direct correlation with our lifestyle. There's a, a couple of other few things that I also do. Um, and Natasha talked about minimalist. I don't use deodorant. I don't buy deodorant. We use crystal. And I've used crystal for almost seven years. Um... And a crystal stick lasts me for almost an entire year. One crystal. So I'm not spending $4 on deodorant that is filled with chemical, aluminum, and sulfurs to go into my body and have to run through my kidney and my liver and put these poisons into my system. Right. The closest gland to a woman's breast is your sweat gland. Exactly. You don't want to stink. You don't not want to sweat. Right. You don't want to smell. You don't not want to sweat. Sweating lets you know your system works. Sweating means your system exactly (laughs) means your system is doing what it's supposed to be doing. That's a problem. That's actually a problem. So what causes the smell is the bacteria. And the oils and the things out of what you eat. So because I have good quality food, I don't smell. What the crystal does is it coats your skin and it keeps the bacteria from being able to grow on your skin while you're still able to sweat. Um, so that's an issue. There's some things, you know, a couple of things around that. You know, um, baking soda for brushing your teeth as mm. opposed to fluoride toothpaste. Even the non-fluoride toothpaste isn't yeah. so great. Because it still has some chemical and some preservatives in it, mm-hmm. which is like, eh, how are you gonna have? This is a lot of things, right, I've, guys? I felt a different cleansing in using the baking soda versus the toothpaste. Because even when I've been doing it for a while now, and went back to toothpaste for that one moment, I felt like my teeth were coated with like sugar and bubble gum, and I was like, ah, this doesn't work. So like, okay. it's a different type of cleanliness. <laughs> Thank you, brother Steven. We appreciate you. It's important to get this knowledge out. Support and share the video. This is the point. Support the share. You know what I mean? Thank we, you. I appreciate you. And we hope that you know more um, of this conversation, this type of conversation, gets out in other places. You and know we hope I mean? that people will share the information, and we hope that you will begin to implement the information. Mm-hmm. Um, the blog is coming. The vlog is coming. Um, yeah, we'll be sharing stuff outside and we'll be of the sharing, radio, radio station. Yeah, things outside of the yeah. radio station. We'll be sharing little tidbits and little clips and, and, mm-hmm. and snippets. So we'll go back to this health watch. We'll go back to the vegan life, um, mm-hmm. raw food diet. So we're about 85% raw food at yeah. this point. Yeah. Um, we do bake the pumpkin to make the pumpkin soup. We do oh, roast. So we do roast the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> we do bake the sweet potatoes. <laughs> we do. I never liked pumpkin like that. Oh, but aside from that, banana pudding, I didn't know I like it until this woman here, like, whipped it up. I've been a fan of it since. Now pumpkin is on my list. Right. And, like, what? She makes a bomb-ass bomb pumpkin soup. Pumpkin soup is I the bomb.com. I'll, I'll eat a whole pot by myself. I'm like, ah, that's enough. You got to wait and save some for tomorrow. No. Because you have to do your portion size is important, too. Portion size right? is important, right? Shrinking your stomach. Shrinking li- your li- stomach. Limiting the amount yes. of. This idea of hunger or this experience right. of hunger and even understanding that you're water. having 
this experience of hunger rather than I'm actually hungry. You know what I right. mean? Right. Um, and that's something, you know, we be going to understand as a mastery conversation of mastering your body, mastering yes. your mind and, and you mastering you in a, a landscape within the rest of, you know, humanity itself. Right. But right. other people. So mastering your conditions, mastering, you know, how you move through life. So like really like even the idea of hunger, like, are you hungry? Yeah, I'm going to show them. Yeah, LaCroix, you know, we just found out. That's pretty cool. You know, no calories. Yeah. No calories, water. no sodium, no sugar, no colors, no nothing. Right. It's just a little carbonated water. Tastes yeah, good. Exactly. But I also I'm walking with my lemon-infused water. Right. Break down the bacteria, to break down the mucus in your body. Yes. Um, allowing to clear your passageways. The says blessings, yes. Sister Queen. Thank bless, you. Bless, bless, bless. Bless, bless. Yes. Thank you, Brissette. Blessings. Thank you, Brissette. So you want to bring in those things that cleanse the mucus yeah. out of your system. You want to get rid of yeah. the lemon, the lime. I eat the grapefruits every day. I don't know about grapefruits. Uh, well, I love that. pink grapefruits. <laughs> I'm still um, absolutely eating grapefruits. And we, you know, we use the kale salad, the green salad once a day. It's everything in your life. You need the yeah. chlorophyll. You need to have the greens. The greens is definitely for the energy so for you. Important. And kale is one of the best types of greens. Yeah. Um, and this is like the water every day, guys. Yeah. Half your body in ounces of water per day. Half your body weight in ounces. Um, so everyone is not going to drink eight glasses of water. Some people right. are going to have 90 ounces of water. Some people are going to have 150 ounces of water, depending on where you're starting from. Right. But as you're putting the water in your body, you're going to be shrinking. You're going to be coming down. I'm clear that I've already begun shrinking. People are already telling me, oh, my God, you lose weight. Because it yeah. happens to me so quick. You yeah. know, I, my thing is the asthma. And, and once I started doing more of my um, lemon water every day, it's been clearing out my lungs and my chest. Um, and now I'm in a better situation where I've begun to cleanse because I was in like, I was having such bad attacks over the past two years, just so often and so frequently I was have consistently having, um, um, and so, you know, some of the asthma with me is also anxiety related and stress related, um, and things like that. So those things have now pretty yeah. much gone. Yeah. It's important to be, pay attention to your body. Like yes. really like people say like it's really important to pay attention to your body. Like I'm going to share back to the greens really quick. Like I had a it was a, yesterday where you know <clears throat> from the usual routine, you know I was running around in the morning and the most I had had in the day was like middle hey, of the day I had some oatmeal, you know, you know craisins in it hey, or what Andrew, have you. How you doing? I had some oatmeal, right? And you know, I sat there, you know, I sat on the couch was chilling with the wife and whatnot and I passed out. I haven't crashed in like the past like week yes. from anything. I haven't been groggy. You know, th th that was my story before with meat in the whoops, way. Whoops, was I'm like sorry. being groggy uh, around. Hey Zoe. Being groggy Hi. when I wake up, you know, and and, and understand. And yeah. this made an understanding that meat was part of that conversation, or how what I was putting into my body was that part of that conversation. So I was literally crashing on the couch, just passing out. Yeah. Say hi to Zoe, y'all. Say um, hi to Zoe. This is our niece, Zoe. <laughs> hi, Zoe. Say hello. Hi, Mama. <laughs> Mama's in the house. Okay. But I was I was literally on the couch. I was crashing. And my wife had a... <laughs> Shout out to Zoe, y'all. My, my wife had a salad. She had whipped up the salad. Yes, Kale I make salad. The salad. I make the salad every week. Right. Okay, every week I make the salad in a huge container. And literally, it's only Himalayan sea salt. Um, turmeric, turmeric, um, 
carrots, shredded carrots and cherry, cherry tomatoes. tomato halves. Yep. Shout out to Woke Foods who gave me that recipe about three, four months ago. Yeah, shout out to Woke Foods. Shout Definitely out check out Woke Foods, y'all. Woke Foods, y'all. Woke shout foods out to on Facebook. Yes. Um, so yeah, so she had the salad. I'm crashing. I'm like, whoa, what's going? On? I need to oh, get and up. coconut oil. A little drizzle of oil. coconut oil. Forget about that. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, a, sli- a little bit of lemon juice. Yeah. Little lemon, lemon half. Juice. Right? Yes. Lemon juice. So. The moment I ate the salad, right? Remember, I told you the most I really ate yesterday was like at the moment Thanks was oatmeal, and I had like a slice of you know like a banana, you know banana cake, banana, <laughs> and then some water, but, and some water. But I was still crashing. And then the moment I had the kale salad, I had a bowl. But literally, the moment I had that, maybe in 10, 15 minutes, whoop! There you I go. I was up for the rest of the evening. I was up, and I was like, whoa, that's a crazy <laughs> transition. That is a crazy transition. So that's really understanding like what. How effective the things you're putting into a body can be, right? Yeah. Literally, I ate one bowl of kale salad, one opportunity for greens, and after the whole day, and I was energy shot right back up again. You know what I mean? So it made me even rethink like coffee, even though I love coffee. Um, but things that we think and latch onto as these pick me ups, um, as these things that fill us, these things that make us feel good when we eat them, right. and it's it's a self assessment, right? Like. Okay, is how much is this really serving me health wise? You know, longevity wise. You know, you know, avoiding. You know, you. like, what's up? Um, <laughs> you know, and really connecting to that consciousness around our body. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that's connecting to a higher power in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because definitely what you know you're what eating saying? is fueling your body and your system. Fuel. Exactly. So remember, method, technique, and me- me- method, technique, and mechanism. Method, technique, and mechanism. Whatever is whatever the method, technique, or mechanism is has to be creating the desired result. Exactly. If it doesn't create the desired result, then shut it down. Like right. get rid of it. Like and be really powerful, adamant about I'm getting rid of this because this doesn't serve my purpose. Period. Yeah. This does not support good mental health. These things do not support good physical health. This action does not create high energy levels. This situation, staying up late doesn't allow me to be as energized and vibrant as I want to be tomorrow. Like, these things, so I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. And, like, that's it. Right. And even, and even <laughs> right. really quick to even speak to that, like, even if it comes to a point where, like, sometimes you stay up a little late or I whatever mean, the case may be. Well, I'm a well, night owl. Right, well, but like, even like that, you know what I mean? Like, the other day, had what like three hours of sleep, right? But because of what I put in my body, because of what I ate that morning, I didn't even feel it. The quality of the food, yeah, you know, we I didn't had, even feel it. I went through the whole only needs day. Five went and a half work, hours was like moving around and like really no lack of energy whatsoever. Your body you know, three needs hours of sleep. five and a half hours. Yeah, they want you. They, they science or medical asks you to get eight hours of sleep. In a society that we've created, unfortunately, eight hours of sleep isn't always attainable. Mm-hmm. Um. So five and a half hours, if you're eating properly and you're getting proper, uh, uh, eating the proper foods, proper energy, proper nutrients, and you're also getting enough exercise, because I've also been using an app called Sweatcoin, um, which has been um, keeping up with my walking, you will be, you, you're fine with five and a half hours of sleep. Mm. You're fine with five and a half hours of sleep, but you really want to get quality food. So today we're eating for quality not, not for comfort. Not for comfort. Not for the, not to feel like I'm satiated. Not to right. feel like I'm full. That whole thing. Sa- yeah. yeah. Uh, I need to be full. Let me f- eat this pound of chicken. No, like it's really like I need to be fueled up and amped for the rest of my day or whatever that looks like. Let me eat these particular types of foods. And yeah, you get to you get to be meticulous about what you put in your body. Like that's 
Like, come on. You like, put premium fuel in your car. Right. But you put, like, crap in your body. Okay. You might as well just eat. You get an oil change every three months, but you refuse to fast. Yeah. Come on now. You refuse to fast, but you change out the oil. You get rid of all the old and bring in the new. Yeah. You But you refuse to do a seven-day fast. You want to think cleanse about... Cleanse you want to think about exactly you want to think about your worthiness in your body because it starts within right it starts right. with your body as they say your body is your temple it's true Energy you want to decorate everything, you want to decorate Absolutely. regularly interior decorate regularly um that means not only your physical body but your mental state right because when you're in your right mind and you're in your right soul then you you're in your right, right space and make right decisions exactly in your physical landscape you know what i mean it really is it gets to be an important part of your processes on your every day it can have you in a different state of joy it can have you in a different like look at even situations that can be frustrating you can look at them differently just because you're in a clearer mind state about what you eat it's really all attached fast it's, food it's, slows like, you down de- damn right Andrew. It, definitely, it definitely does like absolutely we, it, there's no detaching any one piece of your life from another and like and I, I, I've found in my experience that a lot of people do that. Like, well, this doesn't have anything to do with this, so I'm fine. Oh, I just may smoke a cigarette a day, but it doesn't have anything to do if I eat this food, it's fine. No, it's still practices. Um, like, put the pieces, you get to put the pieces together how you how you choose, but make towards your best self. Right. But then they said that, you know, eating healthy is expensive. It's not really expensive. It's not. It's not. You know what makes it not expensive? Because if you're eating the proper portion size, then you're not into gluttonous. Because remember, yeah. gluttony is a part of our society. Right. So thinking that you have to sit here with a huge plate of food, that's incredible. Oh, right. Focus up. So <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> Zoe. Wait, you kind of have to go with mommy. Yeah, like. So, so um, it's it's important for us to understand that. Remember, we want to really go through our checks and balances. So these uh, things are built into our society that makes us think that if we don't, if we can't eat a huge plate of food, that we're starving. Exactly. And Humans are cre- creatures of habit. Absolutely, we're absolutely. definitely creatures of habit. And that's why you get to commit and break those habits and like be be really. It's mental. It is mental. There are people who refuse to have the third quarter on their plate empty. I can't imagine not having meat. Right. <laughs> Why? Why? Imagine something. You can, can you imagine, imagine yourself being fed and nu- <laughs> and 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 you got nutrients? Is that okay? Because I mean, as long as you've been, you're 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 living, you know, you're eating nutritious food and, and it's you know you're getting the nutrients that you yeah. need. Why does it matter what's in the third section of your plate? I think the biggest like foolish misconception around like eating vegetarian, eating plant based, what have you is, oh well, then I gotta eat more food. Not necessarily. You don't. You don't. You really don't. You can you can control the way you're eating your food throughout your any given day, but it's not your your plate doesn't have to be full. You know what I mean? You don't. Or have just to get a smaller plate. If you want to see a full plate, get a smaller plate <laughs> right. and fill the Trick plate. Your mind. If you need to see a full plate, plate then just Jedi. eat with a smaller plate. Play Jedi mind tricks on yourself. <laughs> you know in order I mean? to create the technique, method, or mechanism that is going to create the outcome that you want. Right. Simple as that. Simple as that. Come on, Charlie. Charlie, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to show you. are going to help you guys with those. Yeah, looks, um, look to our, our page, Soundbites International. We will share stuff, you know, in, in this vein. We'll, you know, we'll set up a blog pretty soon. We can share some tips and tricks. Just stay in tune with us. Soundbites Radio, Soundbites International on Facebook, Soundbites Radio on Instagram. Um... Yeah, we're looking to be supportive in any way possible. Mind, heart, body, and soul. You know what I mean? 
That's just what it's about. Because let me tell you, if you don't have the strength to do it, then how are you going to be able to, you know, how do be you the powerful strength? stand for humanity to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, joy, harmony, and abundance yeah. now how do you, as how, a community how, of people? How do you how do you build up your physical strength? You go to the gym, you lift some weights, you put into practice, you do reps, you do sets, and you put this as a routine, right? So what does the routine look like for your mental strength, for your spiritual strength? Yeah, uh, you got to put these things into practice. What is the mechanism around that? And keep doing that as a daily practice, a daily reminder. And and this is how you can strengthen your strengthen your will, strengthen your, your mind state, all these different things. Right. You know, and and it, you can say it's not easy, but it can be in how you treat it. It definitely it can be, is easy. It can be fun. Like it's, It definitely is easy, and when, it's actually fun. When you hold things hard, they will be hard. You hold right. things easy, they will be easy. It's right. just being committed to and it. And trick yourself for the first four days. I mean, right. if you trick can trick yourself, yourself for the first four days, you'll be fine. Right. Um, and, and hear this. You're going to go for This carrot is a burger. Mm, this not kale really. salad. I wouldn't even suggest that. <laughs> that's that's like psychic Because it's, it's mentally, you know you know what mental, you know, your pictures, your thinking become actions. Yeah. So if you're thinking a burger, mm. you're still kind of like spiritually and energetically connected to the to the meat. The energy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just, I just you know, want people you know to, I just yeah. want people to develop the love for vet fruits and vegetables. Yeah, I want you to develop the love for eating healthy. Because healthy is going to invigorate your blood, your red blood cells, get more oxygen to your brain, distribute your body better, and release the waste and the toxins that we're keeping within our system um, faster than we do now. So um, getting stagnant with the chemicals that we have, that we have in our bodies. Come, come, Zoe's going to be coming back in a little while to talk with us a little while longer. So she's going to tell us a great story, and we're going to see what she has to say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we really want to, like, detoxify and get rid of those those uh, those waste that's, that's in our kidney, our liver, um, and some of the things that are moving around in our system that don't actually support us. You know, we want to also maintain good um, digestive flora, um, which has a lot to do with the lemons. If you have the lemons and limes and, and the citrus, that can um, cleanse out the flora in your stomach. That also helps a lot. Um, and I was told some time ago that, you know, when you eat meats, it's going to be in your system for the next seven years. The red meat, um, you know, when someone passes away, like there is still the residues of red meats in their stomach and in their intestines because our body doesn't digest it well. Um, and I'm not here knocking people who eat meat. I'm not knocking anyone. What I'm doing is I'm standing for a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, joy, harmony, and abundance now. And to do that, we really want to do that. We really want to start to um, be, intentional. Be, be intentional about our health and about taking care of one another and supporting each other's health and wellness so that we can be here to fight the good fight, yeah. you know, and to make the shifts necessary to create this inclusive and spiritually connected space that we're all here on the third rock from the sun. Exactly. Fights can't be won if we're not out here. If we're not out here. So, yeah, be, be intentional with how you treat your body. You know what I mean? And, and then when you be intentional how you treat your body, it just makes you intentional about how you treat other people. Because if, if you connect to that journey. You know what I mean? Because when you're like, I treat myself better, better then it's like I find, I find the worthiness in myself. I treat myself better, now I can treat my fellow man better. Yes. And you said you necessarily have to wait to do that. But it really gets to be an empowered conversation when you stand in your own self-worth. <laughs> Thank you. I am. Uh, there she goes. Stand in your own self-worth. Um, 
around how you treat yourself because then you're a reflection of everybody else around you we're all mirrors of each other in one form or another whether you you know believe it or not because we move in relation to each other you know what I mean? Right. Whether it's family, friends, strangers. We move in relation to each other. We, we share common experiences. Why do you think the whole idea, if you believe in Zodiacs or not, is only like, there's only 12, and it's like how many people in the world? But yeah, we all share this in some way. There's always a trait or character trait that we relate to like, oh, that's me. Yeah, because we're all in relation and connection to each other. Right. So an, an empowered and a heightened state of self-love is an empowered and heightened state of love for other people around Right. You. You know what I mean? And that's also how you treat your body. That's also I got how you treat yourself. I got you. We appreciate you guys for yes, coming yes, in. Yes. Please join the conversation and share the link with a friend. Yeah, share it to the people. Join the conversation. So, yeah. yeah so, we're doing the whole um, 85% raw plant-based um, health shift. I'm not even going to call it a diet because yeah, shift. Yeah. we're not even moving like into diet. a diet. diet weird. Because diet all has the connotation of a temporary situation because mm. diets are not maintained. You can't maintain a diet for a long-term process. Right. So what we really want to do is we really want to shift ourselves into a space where we have completely shifted our diet and completely shifted our physical body chemistry. Yeah. Your body will heal itself given the right environment. So if you can create your the right environment within your body, your body has the capacity to self-heal. That's a reminder, um, like really, because look at our body. Like we don't, we're not even the same as we were seven years ago, body-wise. We're brand, we're brand new people. You know, we, 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 if you allow your body the space to do what it does, eating the, putting the necessary nutrients in your body to do what it does, like like you said, it will heal. It will. You know what I mean? And it will heal. It will restore or heal. You know, not necessarily that you have to be sick, but right. your body needs to be restored because we're Constantly. living in the space where we're taking in these free radicals, we're breathing in these different chemicals and different things in the society that we're living in because we don't have enough greenery yeah and in our culture we have to go visit trees mm. and we have you know and then we don't have enough we have all the car exhaust and the, the trucking and the driving and all these things affect our lives it's the key word and key words invoke certain thoughts diet is definitely one absolutely mm. absolutely yeah. Andrew appreciate that yeah, yeah man it's like <laughs> that sounds better you, you alright with that drink over there <laughs> Don't spit her on the bike. So I was trying to, sh- to use my straw, and then it just dropped down into the bottles or the, whatever. I don't even see this straw. This straw is like half this bottle. Like whatever. I don't know how that was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, join the journey um, yeah. for health and wellness. And um, I'll also be sharing some recipes and, you know, maybe some you know, vlogs around some of the recipes that I've come up with and ways to enhance the taste of your foods, fruits and vegetables. Cause I'm big on seasonings. Yeah. Um, I'm big on seasonings, the dill. I use a lot of dill, oregano, um, cilantro is a staple in our house. I put it in water, I infuse water with cilantro. Um, and uh, we've been using a lot of hemp seed as of late. Okay. Although hemp doesn't have a taste. Sunflower seed we, bread. I didn't even know that Sunflower exists. seed yeah. bread. We add it to our, um, when I made our guacamole. We made guac the other day. Oh, yes. Guac wraps. <laughs> we love guac. We love guacamole. <laughs> we love guac. <laughs> Raw food doesn't have to be boring. And I do God. a food prep. It takes me about two, maybe an hour and a half to two hours to do a food prep for the week. Yeah. Um, and we do one food prep for the week, and it's good. You know, it's funny you say war food doesn't have to be boring. Like, nothing you do has to be boring. Whatever you're committed to, if it turns out boring, then you're committed to boring. Don't be boring. <laughs> Don't be boring. Don't be boring in anything you do. Be excited. Right. 
create some stuff for yourself <laughs> full of excitement and some fun. Yeah, this is Lord some fun. knows there's a lot going on, but people committed to destruction, people committed to boredom and discrimination and racism and all these different things. People committed to de- destructive natures that's totally not serving themselves and other people in the space. Right. So if you want to commit to something, commit to being like awesome. <laughs> I mean, like, really? Like, like, it's seriously that easy. True story. It's seriously that easy. Commit, commit to, to being, being awesome. <laughs> commit to being fun. Commit to having your life on fleek 24-7. I'm okay. just saying. We use all the Why not? Yeah, we, we love it. On fleek, fleek up dope. in this piece. You lit. Lit. Okay. We lit. Listen, we lit. Transcend. Sound bites radio. Our effing <laughs> station. WVMR. Get at that. Okay, our effing station. Right. You know I like you. Um, but yeah, this is what, this is what it's about. We gotta be committed to how we you know show up for each other. You know what I mean? And how we love ourselves. It's how we love other people. And this world will be better for it, y'all. This world will be richer for it. It is a collective effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realize that some. We have our subsets. So to, inside of our subsets, you know, everyone has a mechanism, tool, or method that allows them to reach their destination or whatever their end result is. And a lot of it is, is behind the consciousness of scarcity and not enough. Yeah. So. So that's a that's um, a reconditioning, a reprogramming yes. that needs to happen, right? Um, and a commitment to it. Rather than, you know, well, yeah, a commitment to it. Commitment to reprogram yourself. You know what I mean? Being different. What we got here? And we are still inside. We're still doing our reading. We're still in the, the Sound Bites Crow, Book Club. Guys, we're still in the Sound Bites Book Club. I'm thinking that I'm going to take the Sound Bites Book Club to the blog. Yeah. Um, Get ready. As a possibility around really expanding on. Because this it, it, we, we're in Chapter 2 right now, but... We're shutting down, you know. So check it out, Michelle Alexander's new Jim Crow guys. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the thing, but it's it's been the thing for a minute now. So it's not new news for most of you guys. I mean, it's been around for a, it's, some it's time. It's been around for a couple you know, of years now. But also, the subject matter has been around for some time too. The so subject matter it's is an ongoing conversation in the space. Um, you know, this this new age of like really is is reformatted slavery, reformatted. You know, yeah, the new Jim Crow. Like any way of like providing control around the people to maintain it, you know, the power over them, you know. So all this um, is breaking free from that. This is yeah. what this, this conversation is about. You know how our youth are looked at, how the family structure is affected by it. Um, you know, because he's mentioned earlier, um, these, this whole idea of how black women or you know women of color in this movement, um, going back to the you know the women's movement, women's rights, and how that's looking in turn. Right. With the family, with how the black women is seen, the it's black definitely man, affecting. you know, and I'm clear that there's black women out there going hard. They've been going hard for the longest time for black men, and in a sense of on a, well, a large public landscape, we're not seeing the return of it. You know, what I mean, we got celebrities that you know may not be you know black men and may not be in you know relationships with black women based on their status, um, and you know black women feeling like in those higher up spaces as well not feeling like there's a sense of equality in finding a mate or, or being with a, with a man or being in a space with a black man that's like can match that that equal and that's just looking at it for what it is you know in, in, on a public landscape um so we really get to understand how um we're programmed to be dissected um in a family landscape and and, and being the black man with the black woman black children and, and, and strengthening that love for blackness 
um, for features and generations. Well, then there's also a thing when I I, I asked you guys, is perception a conversation? Right. right. So let me check out what perception looks like um, in terms of a conversation around white thought because we also want to consider how we see how we as people of color, how we on the earth's landscape, how information and signals and stimuli from the space is creating the way we behave. Right. So um, let's just look at one theory on the quote unquote war on drugs. So this, she came into this, she said the war on drugs proved popular among white key voters, particularly whites who remain resentful of black progress, civil rights, enforcement and affirmative action. Beginning in 1970s, researchers found that racial attitudes, not crime rates or likelihood of or likelihood of victimization, are an important determinant of white support for get tough on crime and anti-welfare measures. Among whites, those expressing the biggest degree of concern about crime also tend to oppose racial reform. Hmm. That's an interesting theory. Um, how does that work? So the people who want war on crime and war on um, and anti-welfare measures are, interestingly enough, the individuals who don't want racial reform. Why would that be? And you also have, um, okay, opposed to racial reform and their punitive attitudes towards crime are largely unrelated to their likelihood of victimization. Whites, on average, are more punitive than blacks, despite the fact that blacks are far more likely to be the victims of crime. Rural whites are often the most punitive, and even though they are least likely to be crime victims, the war on drugs cloaked in racial neutral language offered whites opposed to racial reform a unique opportunity to express their hostility towards blacks and black progress while being exposed to, while without being exposed to the charge of being a racist. (laughs) Right. So it provided a gateway, a scapegoat for them to still be, still be racist, but say, you know. But but so so war on drugs when quote unquote the war on drugs was happening in communities of color. Right. Um, (laughs) blessings. (laughs) And and so this is you know why this you know why this is a conversation because it is a part of those tools and mechanisms that don't work in creating a society that's inclusive. So we really want to examine. Where these behaviors are coming from. And examine our perception around what inclusion looks like. Yeah. So so I find it interesting that if we're interested in a war on crime and a war on um, anti-welfare reform, but we're, we're against racial reform mm. um, and creating an equitable society, there's some, there's some underlying consciousness around that. Um, and it allows, you know, because there is, there, because, of the, because of the structure of the society, people who have had a white cultural experience um, come into the space in a sense of privilege. Refuse to many refuse to acknowledge their degree of privilege, um, and privilege meaning you're given something without due, um, without it's not meritocratic. You didn't earn it, right? So this is what I say: privilege. Privilege is something that I gave you just on the strength. I just threw you a little something. I threw you a little curveball. I gave you a little hookup. I passed you a little something, something on the strength, not because you earned it. So that's privilege. And people of color don't have access to that same privilege. No matter how much money they make, no matter what degree of status they create, on any given day, if it doesn't suit the white structure, power structure, you will fall. Like, right. look what they did to our city hall. Listen, they put that man out of work for 20 listen, years. And he tried to come back. He was talking that same stuff. They was like, oh, you still on that? All right, bro. We can't have that. You out, son. So... 
This is the part that doesn't work. This is the part that is systemic oppression. It is a consciousness of an oppressive consciousness. It is a reality that my comfort is more important than your comfort. If I don't like what you're doing, then I'm going to remove you from the space because I have the power to do that. And that's the biggest that's issue. That's the issue. The comfort part. Um, and... Look, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, it's, it really is this, this thing about this comfort. It's not about what's right. It's not about what's, no, you know, what's... What's you know right in this this landscape that we're trying to create? It's really about am I am I comfortable with this? And a lot of times, more often than not, and definitely so, change happens when discomfort takes place because then that means something new new needs to fill the space. If you're if you're always comfortable, then you're not changing. You know what I mean? There's there's no room for growth there in a comfortable space. You have to be willing to push past whatever quote-unquote discomfort or challenge or whatever word you want to put on it in order to create something new and a new possibility in your space that means whether it's racial whether it's you know gender whether it's all these different things have these right. conversations and be with them to create a new possibility that's forwarding right. and progressive to the, the the humanity conversation humanity humanity, humanity. is a conversation because that's people of color have definitely dealt with the reality of being three-fifths a man yeah. and 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 michelle alexander even touches on that quite a bit around the fact that it's still in the Constitution that black people of uh, African descent are three-fifths man. And most black people, uh, people who have had a black cultural experience, come into the society, into a space where they immediately assimilate. They come into the reality that they know that they need to assimilate to white standard in order to get to where they're trying to get to, around in order to create success, in order to create mobility, in order to get wins in this societal landscape. They, they immediately rank into that space into that mechanism technical method it's like a get along to get along type of and, and it's, it's it's not even it's not even um a conscious reality it's not even thought of and see a lot of times people of color are inside of this white power structure making an attempt to have an identity unfortunately they're also the individuals who are the first ones to diminish other people of color in order to gain favor with individuals in the white cultural space because they're having a white cultural experience in the way that they think they totally have not yet put their hand on the white privilege that they have had for their lives so that is definitely a conversation that we get to have as a unit and black people um people who've had a black cultural experience do not get to be with people who have had a white cultural experience in a blame game or in a finger pointing right because yeah. that's not the conversation that gets Accountability to create is important too. a space it's about being accountable and holding your position as you get to be a contributor and you get to do your own work yeah. and you get to be a contributor to the landscape. But how about if you don't know what you don't know that you don't know? So take the hold the position, because like I said, we've all been bacchanoscified. So many of us are not even aware mm -hmm. that the way that we think and the actions that we have, because thoughts become actions, the way that we behave are contrary to creating equity. So many well-meaning people who have had a white cultural experience want to create an equitable society, yet they do not know how to. Mm -hmm. Because you know why? In order for them to do that, they need to assess the fact that the structure that initially was America was based on a white power structure, period. Mm -hmm. So everything around that was based to support a thriving um, European Eurocentric consciousness and thought process. So everything about that mm -hmm. was created to create that, to, to that end. That mechanism, technique, and method was created to create that end. 
So while you are a person who have had a white cultural experience coming out of that space, you're going to need to go through that checks and balances and say, well, you know what? These laws, this reality, this consciousness, these systems don't work for creating an inclusive society. Because, yes, we had black people who came over here. We took black people, brought them here to be slaves for free labor. And all of those mechanisms, techniques, and methods that went into play to ensure that they continue to work and create free labor, all of those things have not quite gone away yet. Now, while that wasn't right, while that wasn't righteous or in a right landscape in terms of humanity, it still was done. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't quite been addressed. And because now the system has gotten so shredded and convoluted and everything is so mixed and matched, Who's going to deal with it? And it's not about someone having to be responsible for it in terms of who's going to pay damages, right? Because that that's what it turns into because that's a society that is low functioning, low vibration, low vibration. The higher vibration is what is creating peace and harmony, right. not who's going to pay reparations. Right. Because granted, that's the legality of our society and someone does need to pay reparations, facts. Because if everyone else can get reparations, black people, people who have had a black culture experience need to get it too. And there consistently needs to be a conversation around who's going to rectify this experience for people of color. Period. Now, on a one-on-one man-on-man combat, or man-on-man, man-to-man, woman-to-woman, in our space where we get to create the outcomes and the differences, we get to be the ones that are actually utilities for creating and teaching our fellow man, those that don't know. Because right. some of us don't know. Right. and But that's a key thing in learning. Like, there's ignorance and then there's willful ignorance. Because right. from Because from un, from ignorance and realizing you're ignorant to a certain su- subject, and really, ignorance is not stupidity. It's that's just right. ignorance like you just don't know. Ignorance but is the absence now, of information. It's either you, you, within that not knowing, do you go on the quest to know and be... A party to the solution solution and a conduit for others to be educated as well. Or do you say, oh, this is a problem. I don't want anything to deal with it. It's not my problem. It's their problem. It's their problem. I'm going to keep in my space of where I I once didn't know. Now I know. But I'd rather be in a space of what's happened when I don't know. So that's the willful ignorance. I'd rather willfully be ignorant to the situation. Clear that it's taking place. Clear of the effect. But I don't want any part of it. Because for whatever reason. I don't want to be a solution. I don't want work to do. I've. I don't want to just do anything. You know what I mean? And there's really, it's understanding where you stand in that. And I, but there's, there's push. There's, there's cushion. Yeah. There's a lot of cushion in this space because of comfort. Because we, we've come up in a society that is contrary to, um, people have had a black cultural experience is contrary to the communal effort. Mm. If we could take away the communal effort that we make everybody worry about individualism, then we'll never have a collective movement that creates inclusion and spiritually mm. connected. So everybody can be their little subsets and subsets and subsets, and they can come together in their little group and their little church group and religious group and affiliates, et cetera, et cetera. And that way, that is a mechanism that is divisive that ensures that there will never be inclusion and spiritually connectedness. Mm-hmm. Never. Because everybody in their little subset, 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 little little you know umbrella and little cutes little space, they have techniques, mechanisms, and methods to ensure their well-being and their thriving ability. So a collective connection would have there be different methods, techniques, and methods in order to contribute to inclusion and spiritual connectedness. However, the overall arching is going to ensure that this divisiveness stays in place with an effort to continue to have people bumping heads. 
Because with two becomes four, with four becomes eight, with eight becomes sixteen, and it multiplies. So it, and it multiplies and it multiplies. It's not just groups for the sake of groups and sects. Exactly. It's groups for the sake of us growing into a larger village, because into a larger have, that's nation, right. into a larger world. That's right? right. And always having that mindfulness around how we get to be with each other. We're always talking about that. How do we get to be with each other in a but way we've that's been forwarding, able to do it. progressive, and you know. Ongoing with, with, with we've love, been able to you know do it. I mean? You know, yeah. we did it with Bacon's Rebellion. That's mm-hmm. one in particular where it wasn't about anything else other than creating the outcome. Mm-hmm. So we created a mechanism, a method, and a technique in order for us to create because we all had a collective reality that we wanted equal pay, we wanted um, better working conditions, we wanted we, we 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 wanted certain and we wanted these landowners to see us um, and, and stop using us as as tools, utilities. Yeah. Um, and see us as human beings and that we have families that we need support around that. So when we had one collective vibration, that was a lesson in history that changed history forever, right? So, and the mechanism of the overarching fundamental practice was to maintain a European-centered power structure in an effort to fortify that and support that in every way. So what we need to do is make sure that these two groups of people and the book also talks about, you know, um, lower lower rung on the on the social hierarchy uh, of white people. We want to make sure that they never any class. There's always going to be a class difference, and there's benefit from being in your whiteness. So subscribing to whiteness as people of white cultural experience, no matter where you are in the social strata, you're better than a black person. Right. You are better than a black person. So as long as you have access to that reality. You will never join arms with them. Right. And then there's a whole lot of consciousness. Like I said, we use racial, racially neutral language like war on drugs, um, anti-welfare reform, in an effort to have people who have had a white cultural experience who hold some internal resentment towards the progress of people of color because their consciousness has been supported by a European-centered white cultural power structure and fortifying of that structure. So anything that steps against that, their consciousness has been nurtured and created and it has grown in that perspective. So anything that offends that, so seeing a black doctor is offensive to white cultural structure and the fundamental fortification of that structure. So anything in the space that stands to, and and you know something? Hear this black people, we are indeed We've succumbed to that as well. We've, still We've succumbed to that because we're the ones, we're the first. Hi, <laughs> you, Andrew. Hit me up later. It's been too long, friend. Yes, indeed, beloved. We'll definitely chat. We're going to keep on chatting. But we definitely, as a humanity of people, the moment we see anything that's, that is a fundamental obstruction or comes in to interrupt that white cultural power structure, black folks get real antsy and real uncomfortable. They the first ones. Say that. Don't you, don't you, don't you do that, don't you, that, okay. don't get me started up in here. That's a whole Because I'm going to have to call these Sambos forward. Okay, now I'm looking at Because it ain't happening Sambos. right now. Right. Right, we can't do this. We cannot continue to be. Complicit in our own destruction. It's incredible. Like. You cannot be complicit in your own destruction. It doesn't work, guys. We don't it doesn't have, We're not work. built with self-destruct buttons. What are, we, what are you doing? You learn these behaviors, and you can also unlearn them. So, you know, and again, it's about comfort. 
So most of us want to be comfortable and we want to be supported in our ignorance. We want to be support and not, not even ignorance because most of us, particularly people who have black cultural experience, I'm not even taking that ignorant. Black people who have had a black cultural experience. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking ignorance card from you. Listen, I'm not. Come on. There's, there's too much we. Know. I'm not there's taking too, ignorance there's card. Too much from we've you. known. There's too much we've created in, in this this lifetime and this history for you to be like. I'm well, not know because the moment did. the moment I see <laughs> like, Tamir Rice, the moment I see Philando Castile. Who was not a criminal? Mm-hmm. Who Bland. done? Who had done nothing? Sandra Bland. She caught a little snippy attitude, but people of the white culture experience, no black folks got a little snippy attitude. Y'all used to that. Okay. Yeah. Y'all used to that. Y'all know. Because let me tell you, like I said, the moment you express, the moment you open your mouth, they're already on guard. Mm-hmm. So they already knuckling up. Once you like, you start popping that neck and popping that. They, you come on, y'all used to black folks and things that they do. And really, so and that- you're a cop. So if you're a cop, you've had conflict resolution, or you should have had conflict resolution. Or do you believe that a, a black woman is not due the um, access to the benefit of the doubt? And even understanding the culture, what you've created in a cultural space, like of what that looks like in the heart right. of black people, is y'all are blood, high blood pressure. <laughs> on wheels and with badges. That's just what is be has come to. Is y'all right. y'all the high blood pressure? Y'all, it, it's and it's not about but y'all blame game. But really, if you want to understand the attitudes and the nature of the upsetness of the black community, the nature of why you want to talk about the BS of black on black crime, all these different things, you want to examine the root of what's creating the environments and the mindsets that has people in the space that they are being in this moment. They don't and talk about the no think tanks to, anymore. No, no one, one wants to talk the about the tanks. science. We constantly uh, we're constantly looking at symptoms rather than looking at the uh, the virus. We speak to this. No one wants to talk about it, and they're not talking about um, the the diabolical nature of literally sitting here and creating a mechanism to create an outcome in terms of behavior. Mm-hmm. People are not looking at the science of conditioning, of, of, of neuroplasty, of programming, neuroplasty, neuroconditioning. We're not looking at that. We're not looking at the fact that music, I remember some years ago, Oprah said that rap music is making people angry. Oh, rap music. What did she say? They, everybody was so upset with her. Um, when old, when when Jay Z had to go and enroll Oprah and get her on side on par with the rap game. And like if you want to look at it, at rap music day, was rap music was created because people were angry and needed an outlet. It, 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 <laughs> but what she, what Oprah was talking about, what she was talking about, the um the gangster rap and the rap talking about blowing people's chests out and mm-hmm. and all of this here kind of foolishness. Granted, yeah. that we came to. And granted, you may be upset, but listen, the mechanism is this. You've created a mechanism that generates hostile vibration. Yeah. And it creates the actions of anger. And then you end up pointing this anger, you know, energy towards people that look just like you. So this is what she was talking about. She wasn't really talking about throwing away with the the art form that is expressed in hip-hop or rap music. That's not what she was talking about. She was talking about, for those who are not aware that Sound create and invokes thought and energy. It it, condi- it conditions energy. It allows vibration to get in touch with your spiritual frequency, even if you're not aware that it exists. Because mm-hmm. most of you guys are not aware that your spiritual condition, that your spirit being, is being manipulated through the tone and the vibration of music. What is it? Four thirty-two versus four forty-four. Those are, that's the difference in vibrations of the frequency and what's created in the music. You know, 444, I believe it is, if I'm correct, is the frequency of peace, harmony that creates this vibe within you. Right. 432, no, excuse me, 432. 
is the frequency. It right. creates peace and harmony within your vibe. 444 is what a lot of the is the megahertz of what's a lot of music is created in today that provides this negative undertone and this negative energy in the way that you receive the music. That energy is within that. So a lot of music is created in that mechanism to build that within you. And that's the way for you to be destructive out in your, in your rest of your life and, and, and destructive to your people. It That's all a conditioning as well. Like the music industry is conditioning these behaviors also. Um, you know, in looking at gangster rapper where it came from, thank you, gangster rapper where it came from, you know, initially is a sense of it, it not necessarily glorifying, but speaking to the conditions that black people were living in, speaking the conditions that people of color were living in. A lot of it became destructive, violent, and it was a result of, to, the, of, it, the, of the drug game, right? right? And they needed they right. needed their outlet too. They wanted to hear that spoke to that street life too. And then all of us, and then in turn, it became this thing that glorifies as another mechanism, just like we talk about the new right. Jim Crow, another mechanism to for to push. In the mindset of, of the black community and people of color, that this is a way and programming to neural themselves. pathways. And guess what? Programming it also, neural pathways. You know what? So what the mechanism, method, and technique is to, in terms of fortify the white power structure. Right. So that means that anyone inside of that white power structure gets to see how that mechanism moves, and they get to take on and latch on to that because that's where the progress is moving mm -hmm. or where the quote unquote strength is moving. So therefore, anyone who subscribes to that, there are certain methods, me mechanisms, and techniques that they're going to then implement in order to maintain and continue to fortify that structure. So then, when rap, when when gangster rap music and, and rap beefs and people started getting killed in a rap game and all kind of stuff was happening on the street as a result of the war on drugs, right? It supported fortifying the white power, white power structure. You get what I'm saying? This actions supported fortifying the white power structure. So we really want to be clear um, about what do we subscribe to, and and, yeah. and we really want to be like we want to censor our spirits and our vibration. Because I don't listen to music, certain types of music, and I don't even take it into my spirit. Um, right now we're listening to art of noise. the art of noise. But yeah, that's that's you want to get into your vibe, right? Music is a vibe. Music is a powerful tool that sends messages to people, whether it's lyrics or not. Like in right. this case, you got this artist, Art of Noise track, which is you know timeless. Timeless. <laughs> you know, it's a timeless track. You know what I mean? And it's what are we bringing into our space, our our energy center, our spiritual center, to cultivate um, a different way of being with self and with other people. It always comes back to how we're being with self, you know, in reflection of how we be with other people. And that's what we consume. So we spoke about food earlier. It's also music. It's also conversations. It's also, you know, what energy. Energy. What are we subscribing to on a daily basis? How are we being with each other? How are we connecting with one another? And what are we subscribing to on a daily basis as, you know, your everyday practice? So, yeah, these are the things we get to be with. Yeah. You know? And we want, and we, we our, our intention with every broadcast of Sound Bites is to bring you into that space for two hours. You know what I mean? Hour and a half, however it gets to look for you, and and and, and ongoing, right? So, yeah. Peace and blessings, man. Neferah to Maatira, sacred lotus blossom of love, joy, harmony, peace, and abundance. Yes. And unto Ra, I give my heart. Uh, and this is Hasir Khan Neferah. Favored by Ra, good of soul. Ashe. So we, we and may the ancestors protect you, keep yes. you, and look over you, guide you, and be your support system moving mm -hmm. forth in this life. That you are fortified and lifted up in strength and power. Namaste from my heart to yours. Peace. Blessings and one love, y'all. 
Soundbites Radio. Tune in every Saturday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. WVMRadio.net uh, slash Soundbites Radio. Follow Soundbites International on Facebook. Oh, yeah, Soundbites Sound Radio on Instagram. Instagram. And Soundbites with Paula. Soundbites with Paula on YouTube. On YouTube. For the channel with you know many videos that we brought out over the past couple of years speaking to these various conversations. So get into it with us, subscribe, follow, like, and share, 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 com- share, and most share, of all, ingest yeah. and receive and apply this to your yeah. life and to your communities and start with your families and your neighborhoods and expand so that we can start to build a world that is inclusive, spiritually connected. Living in love, joy, harmony, yeah. peace, and abundance now. Yeah, let this Ashe. not just hit your eardrum. Let it permeate into yourself. One love. Peace, y'all. We'll see you next week. Soundbites Radio, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. WVMRF and Station. Station. One love, and we out.